We've got some hey, fresh new I'm young talent. Hey, I'm Luis. You're listening to the Content before. is Profit One, podcast. Two, we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more how to turn that content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what to do. Go to Content is Profit right now, guys. That's right. And today... Ooh, incredible topic me. incredible how to leverage other people's platforms to grow your business ah, this is so good what this is so good because we always talk about your own platform but this is like about other people's platform is like marriage yeah. made in heaven that's it, so it, good it, 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 it is absolutely fantastic Fonzie, i have a question he i have a question the though. expert yes the, like he is the yes. person it's going to be absolutely but amazing but before that Fonzie, do we have a sponsor today <laughs> indeed we yes. do have a sponsor my brother and his one question. I love that question, <laughs> And the sponsor is your own Debiz Bros with Content Momentum. And you might be asking yourself, what is Content Momentum? Well, let mm, me explain. Tell me more. If you produce long-form content just like this one that you're listening to or watching, and you want to turn it into value-packed, bite-sized assets, so then you can send them into social media like little minions so they can get more clients for you, please, please, Reach out, slide in the DMs at BizBrosco. We want to help you out just with that. That's right, guys. And go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button so you know when the episodes are dropping on your phone every Tuesday, Thursdays, and Saturday. And follow us on social media at BizBrosco. That is right. And if mm. you find this episode impactful, you know what to do. Don't forget to share it and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. We met today's guest in what probably was the very last in-person event of 2020. Today's guest was one of the most awesome vendors at PodFest. His value-first approach immediately grabbed our attention. He handed us his book and shared how they help podcasters and entrepreneurs. Let me tell you, out of all the vendors that were there that day, he's the one and only... Hold on, hold on. He is one of the only two who we still remember. He knew how to make an impression. Good job. I, I actually warned him about that line. I'm like, this line might be a little tough to read. I got but it. He's I got absolutely it. right. We He's actually one of the only two that we remember. From the very beginning, we knew his business was genius. They personally introduced, they personally introduced thought leaders to millions of ideal people. They could serve for the betterment of all. You thought Stephen Covey was genius with his win-win approach to life? Ooh. Think about that, guys. Today's guest, he took this to a whole different level. I think it's like win, 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 and another win. <laughs> Not only that, but his book, Podcast Guest Profits, is the Bible of podcast guesting. And if you have any doubts about that, go and listen to all 1,200 podcasts he has been on. Yes, 1,200. Absolutely mind-blowing. How does he do it? Well, that's what we're here to figure out today. Please welcome owner mm. of the highest rated podcast booking agency, mm. Interview Valet, author of Podcast Guest Profits, and probably the person that has been in the most podcasts ever, Mr. Tom Schwab! probably the worst dancer you have ever had on your show, but I love the music. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, I appreciate it. I mean, the worst dancer is definitely Fonzie. He's lost some practice. You know, we used to go dancing once in a while, but not anymore. Yeah, that, that, that is absolutely <laughs> true. Tom, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. Uh, the only way it could be better is if we were <laughs> all together again. That was a great time there in Orlando, uh, beginning of 2020 at PodFest. And I hope really soon uh, we get to meet uh -huh. up again in real life. Oh, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Just so you know, quick quick, uh, quick fact are here. Random fact, we had no podcast when we met you. We're like, yep. and then we met you and we're like, we need a podcast. Like, this is this is it. We need We need one. Yep, we absolutely. won one, and so you know, random fact out there, dude. Tom, thank you again for being here. Um, just a little background to, for the audience, like who's Tom? I mean, you come from the military, and now you're like 1,200 podcasts, amazing community, amazing people that you help out. Who are you? Why do you do what well, you do now? <laughs> that is a dangerous question. <laughs> to ask somebody with as much gray hair as I have, right? That could be a whole podcast interview there, but um, I, I am blessed, right? I uh, was a Midwestern boy that got to go to the U.S. Naval Academy, mm. graduated from there as an engineer. My first job out of college was running nuclear power plants in the Navy. Wow. And people are like, that's amazing. I'm like, no, what's amazing <laughs> is that people much smarter than me 
figured out the systems and the processes mm. to do that reproducibly. And that's something that's mm. always impacted me in my business is uh, we shouldn't be making it up as we go. We should have the systems, the processes to make it scalable, to make it reproducible. So yeah. got out of the service, worked in corporate America for a while, uh, started a, a direct-to-patient, durable medical equipment rental business. Yes, wow. we were we were voted the number two most <laughs> unsexy thing to sell online. <laughs> I think it was like inbound 2012 or something. Uh, we lost to Ooh. industrial lubricants. Uh, but <laughs> built that business up um, with inbound marketing, you know, using content to attract, engage, delight people. Sold that business off. And then I started to hypothesize, hmm, I wonder if you could use like guest blogs, if you could do the same thing on podcasts with podcast interviews. And that's really the, the evolution of uh, what Interview Valet is. Uh, I live in Kalamazoo, Michigan, halfway between Chicago and Detroit, which proves that you can do podcast interviews from anywhere. Ah, so good. Wow, that's amazing. And I just can't stop thinking on how cold <laughs> probably it is there right now. <laughs> You know, while we were prepping for the show, Fonzie's like, you know, I'll be outside. He's like the, the outside baby here. Like, I love to be inside. And he's like, I'm just going to be outside grabbing this. And he comes back in, like, sh shaking. It's like, man, it's like Florida weather. It's like 60 and he's like shaking. So, yeah, we cannot hold. We cannot, you know, it's the cold. It's not for us. Yeah. So, well, <laughs> yeah. So Tom, thank you for sharing that story. I love the fact that you mentioned uh, systems and processes, and I'm sure my brother is even more thankful because he is the one that put all the operations on, on this side of the business. I'm definitely more of the free flow guy. Yes. But, you know, I'm curious because those transitions are probably not very common, right? From the military on a nuke plane to podcasting. <laughs> What challenges do you face? throughout that journey? Because I'm sure there were plenty where you maybe decided to almost quit or am I wrong? No, I, you know, at times I think I was too stubborn to quit, too stubborn or too stupid. Um, but with that, I think often the, the struggle is looking backwards as opposed to looking forwards, mm -hmm. right? Of what's the next thing as not a, so many times we don't have a future we just have an extension of the past, right? Let's going to take last year and do it 5% different. Well, that's okay. But in today, as fast as the world is, is changing, um, I think yeah. if you can look out and say, what can I take from what I used to know and what I learned and how can I apply that to the future? To me, that's a lot more fun. You know, last year, yeah. I, I already did last year, right? Would I want to do it just plus 5%? Let's take what I learned there and apply it to the future. To me, that's exciting. Oh, that's so good too. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, and, and sometimes we, we use that, the past as that base, but, but, but I love it because in our minds, and I think it was maybe because of the way that we got raised and, 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 and playing soccer, right? Like the world, it's, it's endless. We can go ahead and, and do that. And I think, you know, our parents from the very beginning, they were like, dude, if you want to go play professional soccer, you can, right? Even though you are from Venezuela, even though you're from a country that soccer is not the main sport and they, the only thing that they play is baseball, right? Uh, but do you think most people have that mindset where it's like, hey, I want that. I'm going to go get it, right? I've had these conversations not only with our team where it's like, hey, we can go and create these amazing uh content pieces, this amazing multiplication of content, right? Like 300 in just a, a week, for example, right? Or mm -hmm. I can talk to my wife and be like, hey, honey, can we build a house? And she's like, no, absolutely not. Like, why? why? I'm like, can we go get it, right? Do you think most people are trapped in that mindset of like, I, I can't really do it. I can just only get better just a tiny little bit instead of I, going all in at something? I think we all have it when we're born. Mm. And society beats it out of us, mm. right? Um, my best business coach is my six-year-old granddaughter. Man, <laughs> yeah. she wow. she can dream. She can ask the questions. She sees as everybody as her friend, as an, an ally. There's no competition. There's no limits. And I think that's as normally as human beings what we're born with, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, um, we're creators too. But then yeah. I think there's a certain point our life where it's all of a sudden, well, this is the way we've always done it. You know, mm. you can't do it. You can't, um, you can't go too far with that. And really we start to believe in those limitations too. Yeah. And I think the people that, um, uh, that go beyond that are the ones that 
don't know it's uh, know it's a limitation yeah. or nobody's told them that you can't do it. That's why sometimes people that come into an industry that have never been told, no, you can't do that, they end up doing it, right? They work so hard yes. uh, before and they do it before somebody can tell them uh, that's not possible. Absolutely. So I think it's a, a great day today is that there's a lot of problems in the world, but there's no better time to be alive. Absolutely. With the tools that we have, um, we don't have a whole lot of excuses, right? It's not, we're, we're not told that we can't do this or we can't afford that. Mm. Um, you know, th- this tool that we're using right now, <laughs> right? It's yeah. it's amazing. Yep. And you think about it, uh, you know, the biggest companies in the world couldn't have afforded this five or 10 years ago. Yeah. And now, you know, free versions of it. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, Tom, thank you for sharing that. And I love the fact that your best business coach, you know, <laughs> Is you said it's your six-year-old uh, niece or granddaughter? My granddaughter, and I'll, I'll throw in—I've got a four-year-old grandson too. That's also a good business coach. You know how <laughs> you're supposed to ask the whatever it is uh, six whys to get the root answer. Yep, yeah. <laughs> well, when he was three years old, he didn't stop at six. <laughs> he keeps yeah. asking why, 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 and you know I've, I could have blown him off and just said because. But I kept thinking, that's a good question. Let's figure that one out. Yeah. And I think we can yes. learn a lot um, from from kids, right? Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. They see the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, clearly we're all learning here with Fonzie <laughs> every single day. <laughs> I, I love it, Tom, because yes. there are so many analogies with kids on learning, right? And now I ask myself, why, if there's so many analogies with kids about learning, like, for example, the kids, the, when they're learning how to walk, that they fall and they keep getting up and they fall and they keep trying. Why we kind of like revert when we go, you know, if you want to call it that, when we gr- grow older and when we fall, we stop. Right. But then we look back at kids and we're learning from there. It, I found this super interesting, but, you know. I think those are false beliefs that are instilled in us as we are growing up, like you just mentioned. And lately, since we started the podcast, one of the ways, Mm. one of my favorite ways now to kind of like get rid of those false beliefs are conversations with other people, right? And I can tell you have, you know, this extremely viable experience, not only because You know, you have incredible experiences throughout your life building businesses uh, in very different industries, but you've had 1,200 other conversations <laughs> just in podcasts, if you want to put it that way, right? Yes. And I think that is extremely valuable, and I'm sure you've learned so much from it. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious, right, because I, I do want to start transitioning narrowly into this topic of leverage on other people's platforms, but I'm curious for you, how was... At first, getting into podcasting, how was it for you? How did it feel to start sharing your message out loud? Was it scary? You know, what was what, was there ever a doubt? Oh, I think whenever you start something new, it's scary, right? From riding a bike to jumping out of a plane to starting your own podcast. Um, and I always say the, the first time you do it is probably going to be the worst time you do it. So, Yes, my my first podcast interviews, it was like getting up on stage, I remember the first time. It was mm. like I, I didn't know if I wanted to cancel or puke or <laughs> or do both. Right? But you get used to it. And I think the other thing is this is, you know, back in 2014. So it was a little bit newer, you know, now in 2020. Yeah. We've all been uh, used to being on on camera. I mean, even my dog when he walks in into the camera. <laughs> Love it. Shot. We have a surprise we're, guest. <laughs> we're used to being on camera. So I don't yeah. think it's as intimidating, say, as getting up on a stage. But yeah, it's like the first time you hear yourself, it's a little bit weird. The first time you see yourself <laughs> yeah. on video, it's a little bit weird, you know? just get over it uh, is why I look at it. <laughs> I love it. I, I love mean, it. I, I, the first time I heard my voice, like from this mic, I was like, oh, damn, you sound so sexy. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was very surprised, but then my wife didn't like it. So she's like, I'm not going to listen to your show. So I'm like, I cannot win. <laughs> it, 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 it is funny. It is funny, Tom, because a lot of people are like, I don't like hearing my voice. Right. And we were actually listening to yeah. one of the episodes that you send us and you were talking about having a good mic and sending a good mic to the people mm-hmm. that work with you, actually, which is it's pretty key. And now that my brother says this, 
I feel like every single time I hear someone saying I don't like my voice is because maybe they haven't recorded from a de- <laughs> from a decent mic, right? And, right? and it's pretty important. And we stand behind our message and our message yeah. is quality of the message is more important than quality of the production. And we always we always give this example. Like you can watch the best produced video out there, but if the message doesn't captivate you, you're going to stop watching it halfway. But how many times have you seen a video of a talking head that doesn't move, but the <laughs> message, it just catches your attention and you stay there for the full hour watching the video. Now, add to that a nice mic, a nice audio that enhances your voice and makes, you know, I, I, and it actually makes you even fall in love <laughs> with your own voice, like my brother here, right? I, How exciting I, I is that? It. So I'm, I'm well, curious, what do you see in people when it, when it comes to that too? Well, I just look at it as how do you want to show up? Yeah. Do you want to show up sounding great? You know, I, I think of uh, if you invited me to a physical stage, right? Come out, um, speak to this audience and up on the stage. Well, I wouldn't show up like rolling out of bed, um, you know, in my bathrobe uh, yeah. looking awful, right? Because like you said, you might have a wonderful message. Yes. But if you don't look like an expert, People are going to, you know, um, if you look like a homeless guy that just came on stage, they yeah. probably won't listen to you. And I think it's the same way on a um, on a podcast, right? You yeah. need to show up sounding as good as the host because that's how people or, are going to um, judge you. And, you know, we make judgments, right? Yeah. Not as a good thing or a bad thing, but if, if you sound wonderful yeah. and I sound like I'm calling in from prison, um, yeah. it's probably not going to help my uh, – help my uh <laughs> credibility yeah absolutely yeah. I, I mean sorry fancy but yeah, when when we first decided to start uh podcasting or creating a podcast it was actually called bruise and bros right and, <laughs> and we were recording this from like this corner of fancy's bedroom we try to like make the corner like pretty with like these books and lights and stuff like that but we had two different cameras and the lights and and that just added a ton of friction because just the setup was like taking us an hour right obviously at, the, at that time about two years ago there was no office there was no studio it was us freelancing right so then we recorded five episodes and that's it. They go to the vault. They haven't seen the light of day. You know, it, it, it was really challenging. So one of the things that, that helped us start was uh, removing all the friction, which is, you know, uh, the editing or whatnot. And we were very fortunate that we invested in an equipment like the, the, the Roadcaster that this recording, there's no post production whatsoever. But this helped us remove the friction on post after because of the setup that we have. Right. So. For us, that worked, right? And and we were fortunate enough to make the investment for, you know, the, the equipment and the quality mics and this stuff that helped us from the very beginning once we launched Content is Profit. What would you recommend people that are starting on this journey of publishing? Because sometimes we stop because we, we see a lot of friction. It's like, oh, man, I got to edit this now. Oh, oh man, I got to do this setup and this stuff. Like, And then because of that, they might not execute. So what would you recommend to people kind of starting this journey of publishing through podcast? Yeah. And I think excellent or perfect can be the enemy of, of good. Right. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, you know, what has changed between the last time we met in real life, you guys started a podcast. I didn't. Right. Because I look at it and I say, doing a podcast, anybody that says it's easy, Mm-hmm. has either never done it or never done it well. Mm-hmm. The great ones make it look easy. It's like, you know, it's like playing professional sports and you're like, oh, I'd like to go out there and, you know, play for an hour and make millions of dollars. You don't <laughs> see all the hard work that goes into it. Yes. So, you know, I'm an engineer by degree. And, you know, I look at return on investment means more getting more out. Sometimes it means putting less in. And that's one of the things that I love about using other people's platforms, right? It's like, you know, that idea of using other people's money as leverage. Well, I look at it as using other people's platform. So I am thrilled to be here, guys. So good. You know, I showed up a couple minutes before. Um, We'll talk here um, and then I'll leave. But you still have to. Uh, repurpose it, promote it, post it, all those other things. So mm. I feel bad. You're doing all the hard work, <laughs> but I'm getting a lot of the benefit of it. So that's mm. one of the things that I always look and say, see what you love to do. If you love to be an audio engineer, then then do your own podcast if you really want to do that. But there's often um, easier ways, you know, like for me, I'm an engineer by degree. 
I've written a lot of blogs in my life, but yeah. every one felt like a homework assignment, right? So I'm not yeah. going to write blogs anymore, but I will talk and we can transcribe this and then, you know, people can repurpose it and make me sound like, you know, English is my first language by writing a blog. So I think, you know, it's a wonderful thing that we can produce the way that's easiest for yes, us so good. and then repurpose in the way that's easiest I just want to put this people. out here. Uh, I, I think we just like discovered a new frictionless step. A new frictionless approach for a sure. New frictionless for sure. Appro I, I love this because, I mean, think about Fonzie. We played this wrong, man. We should have been guests from we, the very we beginning. We should have been guesting from for the very beginning. A year before we even started the show, man. <laughs> Well, thank you. Tom, that, where were you a year ago, man? Just saying, just saying like two years ago. Just saying. Tom, no, that's incredible. That, yeah, yeah. That, that was definitely a mind-blowing moment. Yeah. I was here sitting in my, in my head and I was like, wow, what a great alternative for people, right? That they don't want to invest mm. either some of their resources or some of their time into actually producing a podcast. Because sure. yeah. not only that, it comes the learning curve as well, as well right? Because it takes some time or you're going to have to hire a team, somebody else to do it. So your approach is absolutely fantastic. And I'm curious, I want to backtrack a little bit because you talk about judgment, right? People, sometimes they judge you when they see you at first. And that is 100% true. That happens, right? So, and I'm curious because you said it is important how you show up. But some people, and I'm, by some people, I say myself sometimes, right? Because and I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna frame this question with a little story. But my ex-girlfriend, right? She would say, hey, we're going to go visit some friends. Why don't you dress nicer? <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? I, I'm, I, I want to dress how I want to dress. <laughs> that will lead to a fight. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't do that too much. But, that will lead to a fight. but I was like, my value is not determined for their first judgment of me, like how I look, right? And, Again, I didn't dress as a bum, I promise. But what would you say to people that said that in showing like themselves, right? It is important how you show up, but they're like at the same time, they want to be them. They don't want to craft their image to fit into somebody else's views. Is that make sense? Very much so. And I think you have to be consistent, right? Um, sometimes you hear people like that try to be personas. You know, you hear those on radio radio DJs, right? Hey, welcome. And <laughs> they go into their, their radio thing. And you're just like, this is so fake. Yeah. Um, just be consistent. So if somebody mm. sees you at the meeting, if somebody sees you on a podcast interview, anything like that, it's the same person, right? I guarantee you, I was probably at PodFest wearing a sport coat and no tie. And why? Because I did decades in corporate America. Yeah. I don't, I don't have ties anymore. I don't like them. <laughs> the other thing too is I'm always carrying phones or credit card or cards or something like that. So it's either wear a fanny pack to hold it all <laughs> or a sport coat to, uh, to put the pockets in there. So it's like, you know, this is sort of my corporate uniform. So yeah. just show up consistently and, you know, sound consistently. Uh, people, yeah. it's so easy to Google somebody and find them on different uh, platforms. So if all of a sudden I show up one way on your show and another way, it just puts the, you know, people start throwing the BS flag and they're like, yes, I don't know what's wrong here, but something yeah. is wrong. And do I look, I, I look at it as today, there's so many customers out there, you know, and I know that on podcasts, people either turn me up or turn <laughs> me off. Yeah. And that's fine. Right. Absolutely. If I'm not for you, there's got to be somebody that can help you, but, um, this is who I am. You know, um, I remember a, a boss of mine in the Navy said, you know, if his mom couldn't change him in the first 18 years of his <laughs> life, uh, you're not going to change him now. So it's like, uh, wow. people will be drawn to you. Yeah. yeah I, I love that. Tom, we, we mm -hmm. often say your message is your filter. And I think you just added another layer to it, which is your personality as well is part of that filter and the way you are people are going to relate with you and they're going to see themselves reflected in you and i think in part that is also why it is important to be authentic right and authentic and honest in all your interviews because yeah. again people are going to relate to you and they're going to relate to those stories that you have so thank you so much for sharing that and now going back into leveraging other people's platform because that was mind-blowing <laughs> that was very exciting i'm extremely curious what is Step number one for someone that is, okay, I don't want to put my resources and my time into creating my own platform, but I do want to go 
out there. And let's actually say step number two, because step number one is obviously giving you a call and working with <laughs> yes. you. Um, but what would be step number two for them? What could they do well, to start getting booked? And I would say that step number one isn't working with me, right? <laughs> um, we do it. We do it with excellence. But like you guys have the book, right? I share yep. openly how we do this. I'll, I'll give away the book here. Um, but I would say, you know, step number one is figure out who you want to talk to. Mm. Um, who's your ideal audience? I can remember somebody um, came to us and they they wanted to talk to C-level executives of publicly traded companies. And they said, yeah, I'd like to be on this podcast. And it was a great podcast. But the host started every podcast with, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> I'm like, do you think C-level executives are listening to that? He goes, no, but I listen to it. It's a great podcast. And I'm <laughs> like, yes, it is. But it's like, that's not where your customers are. Yeah. It'd be like mm. it'd be like fishing for sharks in a swimming pool. <laughs> right. It's it's water, but you're not going to find find what you want there. So I think the biggest thing is to find out who you want to talk to. Bigger is not better. Mm. Better is better. And, you know, if you can find the right audience, you know, what's that old line? You can't say enough of the wrong things to the right people or the right <laughs> things to the wrong people. Mm. And there's one point seven million podcasts right now. Uh, you don't have time to go on all of them and check them out. So really, the first thing is. Where are the people yeah. that I want to talk to? Wow. That's, I mean, look. It, wait, 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 real quick. I'm sorry for interrupting here. But, ah, Tom, <laughs> I think you might be the first person to go in all 1.7 million podcasts on this pace that you have. <laughs> At the pace, with, yeah. With the 1,200 podcasts that you've been on, you might be the first one. Who knows? I know, man. T talk about, you know, shortening that, that, that curve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I love it. And you know, it's it's so similar, right? Like we we often talk with the people that we help to. They're like, "Hey, you know, I want to I want to sell stuff. Like I want to I want to promote it to all of these people, right?" And we're like, "Okay, you know, where where are the people that actually buy from you?" Right? Like and, and we have this this example that uh is with a fitness studio, right? And this fitness studio is kind of a little bit of a higher and you know, the the memberships is uh, more than 100 bucks. It's not for everybody, right? And uh they were trying to sell the membership or convince people that were buying dollar slices next door. Right. Uh, that might not be your customer. And they're like, well, you know, we're getting 50 leads. Yeah, because you bought them a pizza, but they don't, that's <laughs> not, not necessarily they're going to come work out because some people might need it, but they might not want it. Right. So then it's like, let's go to a different fitness studio, similar price point. There might be people in there that are not happy with that solution. Right. There, that's your that, that's your ocean where you know your current sharks are swimming, right? And if they're not happy, they're gonna want the solution that you're offering. So I see these very much in that same kind of framework together to get into like these other podcasts. Where is the people that already are consuming that kind of content, right? So uh, it's incredible because now that brings massive clarity not only for us as guests in other shows, but for people that might be listening, be like, okay, you know, I don't have the resources. I don't, you know, I I want to remove the entire friction completely on producing a show, which we obviously highly recommend because that's our story. But at the same time, we can see, you know, being as a guest at the first stage or even first and continuing while they might be building their platform as a huge, huge, huge win, right? Just like you've done in 1,200 <laughs> episodes in, uh, across the nation, right? Like, and it's incredible. And I think it's a, it's a wonderful solution, a new perspective that we never saw, thought about it because uh, everybody was saying, oh, you guys got to publish, right? And I'm I'm very thankful that this was the road that we took, but at the same time, there's other possibilities too. So you got to find what works for you at the time, right? Incredible. And I don't think it's an either or. Yeah. I think it can be both, right? Absolutely. If you want to nurture your current customers, your current leads, having your own podcast is a great way to do it. But to actually go out and find new leads, to find new customers, yeah. that's where podcast guesting comes in there. Ooh. And often people will say, which should I do? Either or. It's like, well, <laughs> it's like Uber, right? Should yeah. I be an Uber driver or an Uber passenger? It's the same platform, but it's different <laughs> goals. So I think it's just yeah. really fo focusing on what are you trying to do with this? Yeah. I love that same platform, but different goals. That that is very yeah. very interesting. Fonzie definitely tried the Uber driver thing, and and uh, for one day we, on a Florida Georgia game, and we, he was like, "Never again, I'll drive an Uber." Yes, I don't know if you're familiar with the Florida uh, Georgia game here in Jacksonville, but it gets so, a little crazy. Some horror stories <laughs> on Uber. We can definitely leave those for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious when people come. So let's say I don't have a podcast at this moment, right? 
and I decide to go out there and be a guest in many other podcasts. And I know already which ones I want to be on. I know where my future clients are listening. So I go and, and do an outreach. What are the common challenges that you see on these people trying to book this appointment? Because I can definitely see as an objection, hey, you don't have a podcast. How do I know if you are actually going to be an expert on what you're talking about? And thank you for saying outreach and not pitch. Because <laughs> yes. I should you shouldn't hate, right? But so I'll loathe the word pitch. You pitch a baseball, you mm. introduce a human being. And a lot of people just go out there and pitch, right? And the thing about it, what are the three types of people that a podcast host wants to have on their on their um, show? Friends, mm. friends of friends, <laughs> and people they want to be their friends. A cold mm. pitch is not in there. So really think about, okay, well, how could I do this? If if I know them already, all right. That, that's an easy one. That's the yeah. friends. Yeah. It could be friends of friends. And really, that's where we come in. We've got relationships with over 3,500 podcasters. We've been doing it for six years, over 20,000 interviews. So we've got those relationships. Mm. And then the last one is presenting yourself as someone they'd like to be friends with. And, you know, I love how Gary Vaynerchuk talks about, what is it, jab, jab, jab. Jab, right, right hook. Yeah. I probably missed a couple jabs in there. <laughs> I look at it as serve, 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 ask. Mm. Right? So if it's just a cold pitch and it's like, mm. I want to be on your podcast to sell my stuff. Nobody's going to say that yeah. yes to that. Yeah. Right? But if you listen to the podcast, leave a rating and review. Right? We're all vain. We all listen for our own name. So every podcast host will list, will read your rating and review. Yeah. Follow them on social media. Share some of their content. Comment on it, right? Yep. Show them, you know, serve, serve, serve. Then reach out to them and say, you know, I love the show. I've really appreciated this episode. I think I could offer your audience some value by sharing this, right? Mm. So you're serving. Yeah. If you keep doing that, people will ask you to be on the show. So yeah. from that standpoint, come at it from, you know, I always say relationships are the ultimate currency. Start building a relationship with them. Don't just try to to use and abuse their, uh, their audience. Wow, that's incredible. While you were sharing that, a story popped into my head of our own experience, which mm. is, We were when we started selling content, right? Content repurposing. We encountered the situation when they where they said, "All this you guys are doing is amazing, but <laughs> where is your stuff, right?" Because we weren't practicing what we were preaching. And the point that I want to make is that you, Tom, and your company are the prime example of practicing what you preach. Because as you were telling this story, I was like, "Wow, that is incredible!" Because You know, we were in a call before, in a, in a previous call before this podcast. We got to know each other, and it was great. And to, guess what? A few weeks later, I get an email from one of your team members, and she's like, "Hey, I know Tom is going to your podcast. Also, I have a few recommendations of people that I would love to make an introduction with mm. that they might be a great fit for your podcast." Yeah. And we are looking for guests in our podcast. So guess what? I, I looked into the <laughs> the sheet of paper that the, the the one sheet of paper that she sent with the information. I was like, that is great. That is so I good. would really appreciate an introduction. Thank you so much. And like you said, those relationships, relationships is the ultimate currency. And you're 100%. percent. We we can you know put more emphasis in, into this, but benefit number one of for us is starting the the podcasting platform was building those relationships. So when mm -hmm. you can even take that to another level and now yeah. build relationships while being in other people's podcasts, you're just elevating your strategy overall. Yeah. And with that, it does come business growth. It's incredible. Yeah, at, at the end, and I think that, you know, you touched it, you touched on this, uh, but it's about being a good human being, right? Like, it's like, look, I, I, 
I'm going to serve you, right? Like I have something that might help you on your, mm-hmm. on your audience, right? But at the same time, it's like, how, how else can I elevate this relationship? How else can I, can I help you? I mean, you guys reaching out and sending that. I mean, we never asked you for that, right? Like, and that was like incredible. We're never, ever going to forget that, you know, whatever we book the interviews or if we don't end up doing the interviews, we're never going to forget it. And that's going to be a, a massive, like it, it, it's, um, it's a really good experience. Like it was a, it was like a feel good moment. Not like it was a feel good moment, um, because nobody ever did that for us, right? Like, and it's like, hey, you know, let me send you that book. Let me send you this other information. Let me put you in contact with this other person, and that caused an impression. And now, if on the business side, I can refer you. I'm like, you need to go talk to Tom. Because he has an amazing uh, community. He has an amazing product. He has an amazing uh, interview style. He has an amazing team. Whatever that is, right? And I feel like that's when we started to be, see the benefits of publishing either guest or host, right? Because the first 20 episodes, that was us. It was just me and Fonzie talking, right? And then we're like, ah, it will be cool to interview some people, right? <laughs> now that we have this, like, why don't we establish these relationships? And as soon as we start interviewing people, the relationships start to flourish. And it, it came from a, uh, we, we were operating from a place of not need anymore because before the show, we were operating from a place of need. Now we don't have the need. Now we're developing these relationships and everything exploded. Everything exploded. So if you now implement what you're telling us, what you're teaching us here today, it's just gonna be an amazing experience. I can't. <laughs> I can't wait. Now, like, I, I got the feel goods, Tom. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, Tom. I don't know if you noticed uh, that I've been taking some notes in here, and I I wrote down that actually introductions are even more powerful than outreach, right? Uh, having someone like you, a super connector, because that's what I'm considering you at this point, having a super connector introduce you to other people, your rapport immediately goes up. You kind of like, do, you skip that phase of having to build rapport. I would totally agree with you. And I'd flip it around <laughs> the other side, yeah. right? Anybody that is listening to this live stream or the podcast, they had no idea who I was, right? They know the two of you. So by you introducing me, I get the authority. And so that, you know, that's what's important. The other thing that I think is key in there too, is there's, there's a phrase in digital marketing today that says you're one funnel away. Mm-hmm. Now I love automation, right? And um, big fan of the company that, that says that is their tagline there. But the problem is, is I haven't seen that in my life, right? To me, you're one conversation away. The best things in life, in my life, have come through conversations, right? The the best customers came from conversations, conversations with you guys at PodFest. You know, my wife, my bride did not come through a funnel. She came through a conversation. <laughs> She came through an introduction yeah. from a, a buddy of mine. And I will forever be thankful for that, um, yeah. that, you know, he did something that I couldn't. He introduced me to her. And so I think uh, you know, while, while a lot of digital marketing is neat because you can scale it up and everything like that. Um, I can't, I don't think we can forget that we're humans and uh, yeah. humans like to have conversations. We like to work with people we know, like, and trust. And, you know, now today you can have that at scale uh, with things like this. Absolutely. You just reminded me of his name is Daniel Den and we introduced, we interviewed him here in the podcast and he was talking that he was one of those marketers that, Made a lot of money in the internet without talking to anybody. (laughs) And then he was, I got lonely. That's what he said. He said, I got super lonely. This was super boring. I wanted to connect with people. And the more we do this, because we started like Daniel. We we didn't do a lot of money like Daniel. (laughs) But we, we had the intentions off. But we got lonely pretty quick. And then we were like, you know what? The internet and, and these platforms, right? The podcast. It's a great tool to build on on your real life and actually build those connections and have those conversations that are going to take you to the next level. You know, I can think of uh, a few years ago in Kalamazoo, we had a very dark day. There was a, uh, a man that was very sick that went on a shooting spree and it was mm. Saturday night. I woke up um, and looked at my phone and it was a bunch of podcasters that were texting me that said, wow. Hey, just saw the news, praying for you and your family. And I'm scrolling through this on a Sunday morning going, I wonder what they're talking about. I walked downstairs and my bride, you know, 
tells me that, you know, there was somebody that went on a, a shooting spree. Yeah. These were people that I had never met in real life, but they heard the news. They heard Kalamazoo and they thought, hey, Tom's from there. Let me check in on him. Mm-hmm. I was getting I was getting texts and messages from people that I'd never met in real life before I wow. started to get them from friends and family. Yeah. So I think that's a, uh, an, a testament to the kinds of relationships you can build online. Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember when we first started the show, right? Like, and, and we started the show when COVID hit because a lot of our clients were brick and mortars, right? And we were like on day and day and we'll drive to them and we'll establish these conversations and then everything closed, right? And our 80% of our business just out the window uh, within a week, right? And we're like, wow, I guess this is the time where, you know, we change perspective and we do this thing and start connecting, right? And and I remember in the middle of the whole thing, my wife is like, hey, babe, like, um, where are your friends? <laughs> Right. Because like before we were out, like out and about chatting with these people on and connecting in in real life uh, because that was the market that we're kind of dealing with. And then and I was like, don't worry, babe. It's okay. Like we we are okay. All my friends are now online and we've been developing these amazing relationships. Right. Either they they end up doing business with us or not. It's still really good relationships. Like, for example, Mary Hyatt, the person that introduced us to you. She's yeah. like, oh, my God, you guys have to come to Nashville. Here's my Airbnb. Like, let's hang out. And we're like, and then Nate is a good friend of hers who's there. He's been on the show, too. Nate Freitas. Yeah, he, uh, he introduced us to Mary. To Mary. And then <laughs> Mary to you. And like, it's it's incredible. And just like that, we've been able to connect with amazing people all around the world. Right. And now I'm sure uh, if we send a message, be like, hey, we're going to this place to visit. Is somebody there? Somebody will raise their hand and be like, absolutely, guys, let's go grab dinner. And 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 then the network expands and then the experience gets better and then the life gets better. Right. So, uh, Katie, if you're listening to this show, please be OK. Like, don't worry. Like, don't, don't stress <laughs> out. Friends. We have friends. We have friends. But but that's a testament. Right. Like the this online tool allows us to connect with so many people. We're just chatting with Sergio, who's in Colombia, living in Italy. Right. Helping amazing entrepreneurs in South America. Wow. What an amazing time to start connecting and creating these amazing relationships all over the place so what you do tom is amazing thank you for 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 the value that you provide and for opening your eyes that it's not only like you don't need your own platform you can also go and 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 develop these amazing relationships even though you don't have your own platform yeah absolutely and i've noticed the more relationships we build Mm. the more or business grows as well and it's like they, they just go hand in hand. Yeah. And for us, obviously, our business is very closely related to our personal lives as well. And I've noticed the change in my personal life, in conversations that I have with regular people day to day, people that I now meet at the coffee shop and we start talking. And it's incredible. It, it just it, it, it gives you a lot of pleasure. It's amazing. So. Tom, for we, we're almost getting to the end here, but I'm very curious for those people that might be wondering, you know, they they know they can provide value and they just have that little fear of asking, right? Because that is a big fear, fear of being rejected. How can mm-hmm. they move past that ask and don't really, you know, like how can they take that leap of faith and take their chances? Because at the end of the day, if we don't ask, nothing is going to happen. Yeah. And one of the things is, you know, start off with a small ask, you know, don't, don't start with asking Joe Rogan, Hey, can I be on your <laughs> podcast? Like you and, um, and 10,000 other people just asked him today and you're probably going to get uh, rejected on that. And I don't, it, it's more of an ask. Can I help you? You know, mm. um, Hey, I've got something that could help you. And, and if you look at it, not so much in asking, but in serving, Right. Yeah. So if you can say, how can I serve your audience? I'd, I'd love to serve your audience with this. I think people see that um, whether you come as a taker or a giver. And, you know, this is a small community, too. Um, I think of um, uh, DJ Doug Sandler from the Nice Guys on Business. He always said, you don't have to promote yourself on a podcast. Right. He says, if you do a good job, he'll promote you better than you ever could. And podcasters know podcasters, right? How Mm -hmm. did we get introduced? Well, Mary Hyatt's been a client for years. (laughs) She introduced us, right? You do a good job, you know, at the end of a podcast, just say, um, hey, is there anybody else, you know, any podcasters that you know that you think I could bring value to? Man, you know, it's that old, uh, and they told two friends and so on and so on. Your dance card can get filled really quick just by doing a good job. Um, So uh, with that, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, 
it's, it's that fear of fear of being on camera, that fear of hearing your own voice, that fear of asking. Well, I'll go back to, you know, my grandkids, you know, if they had the fear of getting on the swing set, they wouldn't have a whole lot of fun. So, you know, just sort of get over that fear, realize that it probably means there's something fun on the other side of it. Yes. The right direction. I think we've started to use it as an indicator. It's like, man, like, ah, that's a little scary. Well, maybe we should explore that situation just a little bit more and, and see where it leads. Yeah. Uh, no, normally, besides the other side of fear, there's a lot of growth, right? Uh, unless you're like in front of a bear, a bear don't just go like <laughs> charging go towards the bear. bear. Yeah, no. Of course, please. Some, it's fine, some yeah. common sense in there, in there people, please. <laughs> yeah. Tom, so, uh, I mean, you've you've bombarded this show with uh, golden boulders and, and pure value. I mean, we're this. Other than your book, right? We're just gonna attach this podcast to people asking us like, "How do we get on the people on platform?" This is it. This is the guide. What would be your number one action point? Like, what's your to go action for for people trying to start this game? I, I would say um, there's a, a few resources, right? So there's one um, that I'll put it back on interviewvalet.com forward slash cip or cip content is profit. It's an assessment. It's like 10 questions and it's 10 questions on how podcast interview marketing will work for you. And we'll give you a score on that. And then we'll give you ideas on, Hey, here's some things that you could do to get even better results from it. Uh, you know, you say that it's amazing that I've been on 1200 podcast interviews. Now uh, the first few hundred were, uh, <laughs> were embarrassing and they didn't get results. I, I don't want people to have that same same yeah. experience. I want you to have great experience from the very first one. So, you know, um, take that assessment. Um, I sell a lot of copies of the book. I give away a whole lot more. So if somebody comes back to interviewvalet.com forward slash CIP, I'll give you a free copy of the book. You know, if you're in the States, I'll mail you a copy. Or if you're outside the States, I'll email you a copy. Awesome. Wow. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And everybody listening, please go there. Uh, all the links are going to be right at the description. Just get a click there and, and take your assessment. Get your book. It's amazing. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to relate to the intro that we said, you know, you were one of the two vendors that we still remember from PuffFest. And that's true. Like, the only ones I remember is you, Tom, and Tom Rossi. I'm sure you know Tom Rossi. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, I do. Yeah. And, and he's amazing. He, he's actually from Jacksonville, too. So if you ever come to Jacksonville, Tom. Yeah, we um, <laughs> And it, it was it's funny, right? Because we mentioned that it, you were so valuable. Like, you gave so much value when we met you. You were just willing to help, put yourself out there, gave us the book, and you're doing the exact same thing right now. And it has been, what, eight months, maybe? <laughs> so it's a testimony of... That consistency that you were just talking about in this episode, show yourself exactly as you are every single time. So for that, Tom, I really appreciate it because I think that it's an extremely viable lesson for people that are listening to this because I know a lot of people are struggling to find who they are or they might be actually trying to figure out yeah. who to be in front of the camera when all they have to do is be themselves. So yeah. thank you for the reminder. Tom, that last well, question. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yes. And I, I think the biggest problem we have today is obscurity, mm -hmm. right? There's millions, hundreds of thousands of people you could help with your current product or service. The biggest problem is they don't know you exist. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to change. I don't have to do this, all the rest of that. I just have to be known by the people um, that I could help. And, yeah, uh, so you know, there's a, a great, great uh, day um, here where we can do that in mass, you know, even during COVID where yeah. we're locked down, you can still connect with people. Absolutely. That's amazing. And thank you so much again. Um, you know, we, I'm going to say that podcast guesting, it's also a form of publishing, right? You, you're, you're in other people's audiences, right? So where would you be if you did not start if you did not never started publishing or never started guesting in another shows? Um, my world would be small. I wouldn't know a lot of people um, and I wouldn't be able to help a lot of people. Um, you know, I, you talked about, you know, leveraging other people's audiences and publishing. Well, 15 years ago, we were doing guest blogs and that was a way to get into front of, of other people and help people. And I just look at it today is that, you know, I've been taught a lot of things in my life. Uh, I've been helped by a lot of people and we're blessed to be a blessing. And 
they didn't teach me just so it could die with me. Mm. I think if we've all got a obligation, if you will, to help other people with what we know, with our yeah. experience, um, you know, we're supposed to ar- surround ourselves with great people, right? Yes. And that doesn't mean just people ahead of you, but, you know, people that are your peers, people mm. that are ahead of you, people that are behind you. We all know something that's ordinary to us, but amazing to other people. And I think um, today more than ever, it's so easy to share what you've learned and it helps other people. It helps your life. Uh, yeah. We all we all have a better life when we uh, cooperate here. Ah, wow. that's so good. I love it. I love it. You, there's <laughs> a, I have a little post-it in front of my, my desk that says, you only get to keep what you give, right? And I love the fact that you said, Something might be ordinary to us, but it might be amazing for others. And I think sometimes we we forget that. Yeah. We think that because we just know it, everybody else might know it, <laughs> right? And the fact is that you never know which conversation, which message you put out there can change someone's life. So again, thank you so much for the reminder. You have been just dropping so many knowledge bombs in here, Tom. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Tom, where can uh, where can people find you? Where can people connect with you if they wanna if they wanna chat? Sure. So um, I'm the only Tom Schwab in all of Kalamazoo. So if you look me up on <laughs> LinkedIn, I'm there. Uh, if you uh, look me up on Facebook, you're gonna see all the family pictures. But if you go to interviewvalet.com forward slash CIP. I'll put the assessment there. I'll put a free copy of my book. You can get that. And then I'll also put my calendar links and all my social media there. If any of this resonated with you and it's like, wow, I wonder if I could use that. You can jump on a free, you know, strategy call and we can talk about your business and how you could work on that. And that's all over at interview valet with a V.com forward slash CIP. Thank you, Tom. And I do want to encourage everybody to not only go to the website and connect with him on LinkedIn and obviously get the book because it's amazing, but I do want to encourage them to hop on a call with you, Tom, because I had that call with you and it was incredible. Um, at the end, we we know we're certain that we're going to be working with you <laughs> sometime soon. And I do want to encourage people to have that call because like you said, you're just going to be delivering a lot of value. Yeah. All well, right. One last word. No. I'm like, should we continue? You know, this is so good. I, I appreciate you guys and all that you do. Like I said before, anybody that says doing a show is easy or um, easy has never done it or never done it well. So thank you for all the work that you do and put into this. And I'm going to put the plug out there, right? So if you enjoy this, leave them a rating and review. It's, you know, that's how other people find out about it. And, you know, talk about, you know, what's ordinary to you is amazing to others. If you're listening to this show, it's ordinary to you, but there's a lot of people that it could help. So just uh, take a few minutes and leave a rating and review. Ah, thank you so thank much. You, so thank much. you. And with that being said, guys, thank you so much for tuning into the Contents Profit Podcast. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash the subscribe button and follow us on social media at Co. That is right. And if you find this episode impactful with I am sure you did. Go connect with Tom right now. And don't forget to share it. And and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Bye, guys.